Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, everybody, welcome. And thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach. I'm here with Laura. I want to say guten tag. This episode we recorded in Germany, which was my first time. I've never been to Europe and now I have. Now I'm back. It was really fun. In this episode, we talk a little bit about the workshop that we're presenting and some of the themes that are present, including the idea that the target for a relationship is one that's good enough. I don't know if that's good enough for me, but um, there's a couple reasons why that comes up. You learn some cool uh, German trivia. You get to listen to me try to speak German, which is goes very poorly. But yeah, I hope you'll dig it. But before we get started, I want to remind you and invite you once again to pay attention to Ellensburg Community Radio, the Sunday service, which is my new obsession when it comes to music. Uh, my buddy Dave runs that program uh, on Sunday morning, starts at 9 a.m. Pacific time. But you can listen to it, whatever your local time is, even if you're in Germany. This next week, which is the June 11th episode, I got to put some songs in. You might even say my name, which would be so excited. I'd be so happy. Um, but what I want you to do right this second is pause the podcast, go over to Facebook, type in Ellensburg Community Radio, the Sunday service, and give them a like and a follow. And let's, again, show them the power of the Marriage Therapy Radio fan base. You guys aren't quite Swifties like Taylor Swift or Parrot Heads or whatever, like... Um, Jimmy Buffett, but I think we can uh, move the needle for those guys and just raise awareness about that program and just about community radio in general. I think we all ought to be listening to more just human people doing human things. After you do that, you can unpause the podcast and come back to listening to Laura and I from Germany. This is a very cool conversation. Stick around. This is the Zach and Laura show coming to you live from Germany. Yeah. We've been together for approximately 48 hours. It's been a very long time. <laughs> it's been a very, very long time. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if it's been 48 hours. I don't think it's been a total of 48 hours yet. No, it has not yet been 48 hours. Um, how are you doing there in your hotel? But we have accomplished a lot. We've done nothing. So in order to record the podcast, we, we still had to be, even though we're in the same place, we had to be in separate rooms, which is fine because I have a microphone and Zach has his headset. So we are, we share a wall and we are literally in our own separate rooms right now looking at it's each okay. other. I've been with you enough. 
Um, yesterday yeah, you were like, agreed. is it okay if we take some separate time? I was like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's totally okay. Good idea, Laura. Thanks. Well, guys. So yeah, we're in Germany. I did some, it's, it's cool. I've never, I'd never flown across an ocean before. My favorite thing on the plane was the map, watching the map go. I had to turn your That's screen off fine. multiple times. You guys there was only one annoying thing that happened while we were on the flight. So it's a 10 hour flight. Zach fell asleep immediately. By the way, here's what he looks like. I think you might've described this once before the way that you like to sleep is that you put your hood on and then you have an eye mask and, um, and then you curl up in your blankets. So what Zach did on the airplane was that he put his hood on and you put, you wrap this thing around your neck that kind of propped it up on the side. It's like a neck pillow. Yeah. It's like a neck pillow, but it looks like you're choking yourself out. And then you have your hoodie and you pull it super tight around your face. You look like Cartman. Is that the right character? Okay. And then his eye mask isn't an eye mask. It's actually, um, it's, it's like the boy version of a headband and you just pull it down over your eyes. Yeah. It's it's like a sweatband. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a headband for boys. Athletic headband. Sure. And I wear it over my eyes. And then you curled up and you stole my blanket. And you curled up and you fell asleep against the window. No, that is not what happened. You threw your blanket on me. I I did not want that blanket. You you threw it at me and then you would not take it back. Whatever. Whatever we whatever that is. So Zach falls asleep. He gets like six hours of <laughs> shut eye. I can't fall asleep. And then finally, like it's like two hours until you're landing, and I start to get a little drowsy. So I put my head down uh, and I start to fall asleep and I have my headphones on and I've been listening to either nothing at all or some music or something. And about Zach wakes up when they start coming around with like the, the breakfast and he decides that he wants to start messing with my screen. So he's punching at my screen and it's blasting in my ear and he wakes me up. I had probably fallen asleep and had been asleep for about 45 minutes. And I was, I was ready to deck you. Like I would. That was not nice. I didn't realize it wasn't nice, but I'm sorry that that happened to you. Well, I've only brought it up three times. So, you know, I'm sore about it still. So anyway, (laughs) traveling and traveling adventures. Well, I, I wanted to watch the same movie. I wanted you to watch the same movie as me. I did. Yeah. So here we are in Germany. And just in case you're wondering, like Laura and I don't just travel internationally together for fun. Like we are, (laughs) we're working on military bases. We have five different trips and, uh, they're training chaplains yeah. how to do workshops for couples or we are training chaplains how to yeah. do workshops for couples. Um, and so this is why we're here this weekend, yeah. but it's a very fast trip. We it's Tuesday to Saturday. So yeah. we, we played around today in Frankfurt, the city of Frankfurt, which is, it's a city in Germany. Yeah. yeah it's a city. Um, we wanted and there to are intention- lots of people in it. And yeah, but we did one thing like we both had, uh, we had sausage for lunch that was something that we needed to do. And then for dinner tonight, we had schnitzel and potato. We did. That was a German thing we did. Which I, I think that's what yep. most... And fresh asparagus because it's asparagus season here in Germany. Okay. Yeah. So we did both of those. I did wake up and go for a that run. That did happen. Oh, hey, let's, should we do an Iron Man update? Yeah. Iron Man's done and over with. I don't know when yes. this episode is going to come out. You guys, Laura is a badass. Yeah. She finished her Iron Man last week. Yep, it's true. But go ahead, tell us about it. Uh, I did better than I expected you myself. It, but you to did, do. you did great. You did great. You. What's I did that? better than I expected myself to do. Yeah, you, you, yeah, that's awesome. So, like, I, I don't know if people are. My goal was to be between six hours and six and a half hours to complete, 
And what you do is you swim for 1.2 miles. And I'm not a swimmer, but the goal was to not drown. And I did not drown. So met my goal. Um, I'm pretty sure I zigzagged through the water because that's a thing. I'm not a very good, like you gave me all the advice on how to sight and I was sighting. It's just that there was a bit of a current. And so I was riding the current. So the whole time I just kept struggling to get to the buoys. So it took me 41 minutes to get done with my 1.2 mile swim, which is not bad at all. And then I hopped on a bike and I rode my bike and I did quite well. Um, I, I generally don't ride my bike an average of 17 miles per hour for 56 miles, but that's what I did. So I got done with the bike portion in three hours and I think 18 minutes, which was pretty neat. And then I ran a half marathon and I felt like I was going in slow motion. And I was also running with people that were at least 20 years older than me. And so that's also like a little bit of a kick to the self-esteem where you think you're doing well, but then the people around you smell like Ben Gay and they have their knees wrapped and they're like huffing and puffing. So that was my experience. But then it turns out that I actually ran the half marathon in a relatively good time, given that I had been exercising for four hours prior to that. So I finished my half in two hours and 12 minutes, which is one minute faster per mile than my fastest. So my fastest half marathon to date has been two hours. I'm not a fast runner, but, um, and then I did this one in two hours and 12 minutes. So that's not bad. Hip, hip, hooray. I finished 618, I think was my final time. Yeah. I was, I was really, I was really pleased. All right. That's my update. It's really happy yeah. for you. I'm glad that you got. And so I did that on Sunday and then today was Thursday morning. I woke up and I went for my first run by the river in Frankfurt, which was lovely. And I did not do that. I, no. it's weird. It's like we're nine hours behind and I still don't think I figured out how to be nine hours behind, but I'm. It's because you slept on the good. plane. Had you not slept on the plane, you would have, you would be feeling just fine. I did some research though about marriages in Germany. Do you want to know what I learned? I would love to hear this. Is it going to blow my mind? I think it will. So apparently in medieval Germany, they would settle married couples could settle arguments with a marital duel. They could fight each other. Nice. But he had to be standing in a hole with one hand tied behind his back and she got to move around and she had a bag of rocks Perfect. Sounds like the Germans have it figured out perfectly. I don't know why we're not still doing this. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like if you and Ryan got in a fight and he was like, okay, hold on one second. And he went out and got in a hole Yeah, and then tied his hand behind his back. And meanwhile, you're there <laughs> with your box of rocks or your socks of rocks or your My back of rocks. rocks. <laughs> you're just... <laughs> Ryan is already a little afraid. Oh my god! Have you ever had that experience where that can't be true? By the way, that can't be. I'm true. using that tomorrow. By the way, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna use that tomorrow. I'm chaplains. Gonna, when, I, when we go train these chaplains, I'll be like, "Hey, here's a little piece great. of German uh, marriage this, trivia this for is you." Good advice. Should we bring this back? Um, do you and Rebecca like? Have you guys ever wrestled? Because Ryan and I have definitely wrestled. Where you know, like, you kind of start off and you're playing around, and then he might like pin my arms behind my back or pin me in some way, and then I kick it up a notch. And so, like, wrestling always starts off kind of fun, and then it gets like some a yeah. switch turns where all of a sudden you're kind of like it's no longer fun, and now you're actually like fighting for your life. So we've definitely wrestled, and my husband has has understands like the flip 
in me where it, and usually it's if he puts me under a blanket of some sort and I feel like kind of suffocated, that's where I start to actually uh-huh. fight. And he backs off very quickly. And he's like, I know a hundred percent that you are my number one draft pick when it comes to like putting you up against, like if there was ever reason to fight, you are my draft pick. You are going against whoever. Yeah. See, you don't need that long hallway. Laura was complaining because she liked my hotel room better than her hotel room. But her Let's, hotel room has this nice long hallway in it. Is which you said I think you, I, it would help you if any if anybody came got attacked if you got attacked. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But I the, have an I the, have an additional two seconds to get away. You guys, when I got back from Germany, I was all over the place. I didn't know what day it was, I didn't know what time it was. Our trip was only four days. We didn't even have time to adjust to the the time zone there, or really even the time zone back. All I can tell you was that I wanted to get back in my bed. If you've been listening over the last couple of weeks, you've heard Laura talk about her Cozy Earth sheets. Um, I got a set of my own. Cozy Earth was featured on Oprah's favorite things, which means you know they're fancy, but I don't really care about Oprah. I wanna tell you how much I love them. Literally, I bought sheets all over the internet from all kinds of different vendors. These are without question my favorite. They're soft. It's kind of weird. I don't know how they do it, but when I'm too cold, they heat me up. And when I'm too hot, they cool me down. There's something magic about them. And I'm not kidding you. They're soft. They're good looking. Um, They're made from responsibly sourced viscose from bamboo. Um, All of the sheets and products come with a 10 year warranty. That includes the sheets as well as the loungewear. Cozy Earth loungewear offers optimal comfort while maintaining a flattering, elegant fit. Cozy Earth also offers premium bath products made from viscose from bamboo, and they offer a plush collection as well as their new waffle collection. Um, I haven't tried out all of that stuff, but I do know that I love my sheets. I love climbing into my bed. And you know, who doesn't need new sheets? My birthday's coming up next week, and honestly, what I'm getting is a new set of sheets because that's what Rebecca wants. Um, She doesn't like putting the old ones on after we wash these. And so um, we're gonna have two sets, and I think you should too. Also, when you purchase from Cozy Earth, you support Marriage Therapy Radio, so thank you for that. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today, 35% off site-wide when you use the code MTR. So go to CozyEarth.com, pick up some new sheets, pick up some loungewear, pick up some of their premium bath products and enjoy a 35% off discount when you use the code MTR. And uh, I'll say thank you in English and in German. Danke Shane. Back to the program. What are we talking about of some value? Well, I got this other thing that I learned in German. I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce it, but it's this. Hold on. I have, before we do this, my favorite word so far that I giggled every time and I said it every time on our little road trip today. Remember (laughs) what it was? Oh, I remember. Yeah. How do you say it? Uh, uh, Aspart. 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 It's it's basically... You're like, look, it says asphalt and it's basically exit. It's exit. It's, so it's, it's like A-U-S-F-A-H-R-T, asphalt. And that means yeah. like exit. Yeah, like every third mile, you're like, asphalt. I was like, who are you, Bart Simpson? Or what is it, Cartman again? Old boy is what this I, is our yeah. South Park episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, yes, what um, did you learn? I have this other thing that I found in German that I'm trying to figure I want to learn how to pronounce it, but I'm not, I'm not I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. It goes like this. It's unven sinicht gestern bei dann lieben sinacht hete or something like that. It's but basically it's so the German version of Germans. Well, listen, I don't know how to speak German and I I got it wrong. By the way, if you want to know how this really sounds in German, it sounds like this. Und wenn sie nicht gestorben sind, dann leben sie noch heute. Listen, it's the German version of, and they live happily ever after. That's oh. what it is. But, but here's what it means literally. But what it literally means 
if you translate it word for word, is yeah. And if they have not died, then they are still living today. That's it. Yes, they, I know. It's right? Very happily different. ever after isn't happily, happily ever after. Ever it just after. Means if you haven't died, you're still you're alive, still living. <laughs> and I'm going to use this in my book whenever I get to write it, but because I'm fascinated by this notion. Do you remember when we were first learning about the Gottman method, for example, he does all this research. He divides them into masters and disasters, right? Disasters are miserable yep. and divorcing. We know this. Yes. Masters are people who decided that their marriage was good enough, hmm. that this worked for them. It wasn't people who had fairy tale marriages or were living happily ever after. It wasn't, you know, you know, Prince Charming and the bar was very low. In other words, basically, yeah, basically, it was like, hey, you're a master at marriage if if it's good if it's working for you if it's good enough for you. And I I enough. don't know if I'm offended by that or not. I don't know if I'm allowed to be offended, but like, how do you feel about that? Well, I've actually. I mean, it's kind of, that's kind of what this German thing is, right? If you're if they have not died and they're still alive. Yeah, I've 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 switched teams a little bit because, uh, I think I started off probably the first 10 years, I would say, of being a couples therapist where I was really like, you can do better. You can be better. Like you need to raise the bar. You've gotten lazy. Your expectations are too low for yourself. Like you, you're leaning out, you're putting your priorities are, are all sort of like all over the place. And so a lot of what I was doing was just asking for like 1% better from people every time. And, um, and then I don't actually remember when the switch flipped, but I remember talking to someone and <clears throat> actually I remember exactly what it was. It was a conversation that I was listening to and it could have been you teaching. It could have been somebody else, but it was a, around like the stress reducing conversation. And the idea is that couples would have this weekly conversation, excuse me, this daily habitual conversation with each other for 15 minutes each. You speak for 15 minutes and your partner speaks for 15 minutes. It's a 30 minute conversation total, five days a week, Monday through Friday. That was the idea. And I remember hearing somebody basically say, if you don't have 30 minutes to talk, but you have five minutes, that anything is better than nothing. And I remember hearing feedback from someone going, Phew. Okay. This makes sense. Like I can do five minutes. It seemed unattainable. And if it's unattainable, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to attempt it. And it started to shift that feedback getting from a couple started to shift my thinking that maybe me asking for 1% better from a partner or expecting more or having this bar that was so high actually felt unattainable. And if it's unattainable, what's the point in even trying? And so I switched in probably like the last year or two in kind of thinking that maybe the the low bar of entry, the good enough marriage is something that people feel like they can actually reach. And if they can actually reach it, then they're going to try. And I just kind of was like, all right, well, maybe it, having the good enough marriage yeah. is something that I will stand behind. But I will tell you that I'm a bit of a convert. How does that fit with the thing that you say at the end of every episode about making the relationship better today than it was yesterday? Do you think that's a reasonable expectation or a reasonable goal to shoot for? Yeah, I do. Better than yesterday? Yeah. And maybe giving the example of like... Like you've kind of given up on 1% yeah. better, but like better is still a thing we got to strive for, right? I agree. I think that the, probably the 1% better is maybe where I've landed today. 
Um, but you know, having, it's so hard, right? When couples come in and let's just say they take the relationship assessment and I'm getting a, a full readout of like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What, what are you unaware of that you don't even know is, is a stumbling block for you in your relationship? I think that can be very overwhelming. It's like, where do we even start? Where do I go from here? And yeah, maybe the idea that I am striving for is just being better today than you were yesterday is obtainable. Yeah. Maybe that's the bar yeah. is low enough. We're being 1% better today or choosing that one thing that you can get better at and focusing on that for the next month. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe a good enough marriage is one that's trending in the right direction. Okay. Like, is it moving? Is it moving in the right direction? And, yeah. um, you know, whether, cause I think the other thing about better that's weird is better than last night, but worse than last year or rather worse last night, but better you know, than last or better year. than last year, but yeah. worse than last night. That's still good. You know, like there's, there's, there's context that needs to be there. But I think, I, I think what I'm wondering about is whether or not it's okay to tell people like, maybe this is what you got. You know, especially when they're starting to go, I don't know if this is what I want, you know, I go, okay, well, th- that's a real thing that you have to like ask for. You have to sort of see what your body can tolerate in terms of what you want versus what yeah. you have. Um, but I guess to me, it comes back to this question of like, is it, I don't think offensive is the right word, but is, is good enough an okay target? Like, is it okay to be like, Hey, our goal is to stay alive and to stay, um, you know, to kind of live this out as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. I mean, there's got to be something else, right? Mm. It's an interesting idea. Like the idea of like settling. We talked about that in one of our last workshops, right? Like the, uh, the concept of yeah. settling down <laughs> with someone is the yeah. idea that you're settling. And not only that, but you're actually settling down. And that, that terminology yeah. is quite negative. Um, I like the idea of just trying to get like right what you said of trending in the right direction. Uh, one thing that I have a lot of yeah. couples talk about, which is really neat, is I'll just sort of ask like, how are you doing? What's going on? And I want to know what's working well. And what they're figuring out is that they are still in conflict. That has been an inevitable piece that has continued in the relationship. So even yeah. though we're trending in the right direction, yeah. conflict is still inevitable. Cool. But what they're figuring out is that they're shortening the repair cycle. So they're able to repair faster. Yeah. They're getting themselves out of situations that they would have gotten stuck in, but they're sort of like sidestepping. So they're repairing before they ever get to a stuck place. Um, And that's the trend that they're looking at. I think the other thing that you're talking about is 
just like what is the good enough relationship or the good enough marriage is maybe identifying what your expectations are. Where is the bar for each person? Because if my bar is lower than your bar, then that means that you are going to be quite dissatisfied with the relationship. Whereas I'm going to be probably pretty okay in the relationship, but having that conversation of where is the bar? Yeah. And if I set my bar for you, Laura, at 10 feet and you set your bar for you at eight feet, I'm sure I'm going to get let down, but you're also going to have two feet of like resentment just that gets to build up because you're never going to like, you're never going to clear my bar. And that's just two feet of you getting to like be salty about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess the other thing too, is to understand, like, I think context always matters. And I do think that we live in a world where it's very easy to sort of compare yourself to other people. And I think, you know, obviously social media, gets a bad rap for kind of having a, uh, like we only post the things that are going great kind of Mm -hmm. scenario going Mm -hmm. on. Um, so I think that, yeah, just having some kind of opportunity to really reset based on reality and not based on, you know, just the perception that you've created of that because it's all made up. Like that's the thing that's so weird is it's all just made up. We have this, we had this gal, um, on at, at Mary's school and I look at her family and I'm like, man, they have got it all together. What great kids, blah, 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 blah. And then we were just sitting at, at a athletic event the other day and she was like, Oh my gosh, this has been the toughest year. We, all we needed was a win. And my daughter, she just had such a hard time with this. And, you know, we've been trying to figure out how to do. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, wait a second. I thought, and so I think it's interesting because every once in a while, if you really get behind people's stories, you go, Oh yeah, they got the same gig yeah. as me. Um, it just maybe looks a little bit different and looks different. again, it's all, it's all made up because whether you live in, you know, Germany or Seattle or yeah. China, we're just, we're still just trying to think to move it in the right direction. Yeah. Um, Wait, it, it's interesting because I think as couples therapists, we get to see so much behind the curtain. And I, I think for yeah. my relationship in particular, this is part of an interview that I did with Dan and I talked about it in the previous one is that, uh, he said, well, what's unique about what you walk away with in your profession? And what I said was I walk away with deep gratitude for my partner and my relationship that I sit with folks every single day. Um, they are incredibly vulnerable with me and they pull the curtain back far enough for me to see the deep, dark depths of their relationship and the soft spots of their soul. And what I walk away with is feeling so much gratitude for my partner and also seeing a lot of strengths that he has that other partners may not be showing up in. And it's really, it's like you, you might think that you don't have it going on, but if you were to sit in my shoes as a therapist, you would recognize that you're probably good enough compared to what everybody else has going on because everyone's showing it. Yeah. Or else just, we're all, <laughs> or else just pick somebody else to compare yeah. to. Yeah. You know? Um, I've, I, I think this too, and I'll say this out loud. I think my clients are so brave. I think like I, I forget every once in a while that I need, that I need to, and I actually do, I don't actually need to, but I do have so much respect yeah. for my clients because you know, for me and for you, maybe it's 20 hours a week that we sit with people and we're like, yeah, 20, we get into these, these like grooves or I do anyway, where I'm kind of leaning into single topic or something, but for them, it's the most important hour of their week. Yeah. You know? Um, and I always tell my clients, one of the things that sets them apart is that they're asking for help. And so I think that's a good way to 
but that's another way to kind of be moving in the, in the mm. better direction. And I think people who are listening to marriage therapy radio or whatever, they're, they're looking for ways to improve. And so maybe that's the mark of a, of a marriage that's good enough is that it's, uh, it's just, like I said, it's trending in the right direction. Hmm. And not that it's not that it's just like cleared, cleared this bar. And now that I've cleared this bar, I don't have any more work to do. I think that's maybe the part about feeling like it's good enough is that it, I think the taste, the taste, any taste of, and so, yeah, we just settled. This is mm. it is the part where I go, but really, no, it's not it. Like there's always, there's always an opportunity for better. Somewhere. Well, that's very true. But yeah. It's interesting if you were to like take your relationship and let's just say you chunk it up in three year segments or, you know, like you just kind of maybe just imagine you and Rebecca have been together for how long? 27 years. We have 26 this summer. 26. Okay. You've been together for 26 years. And if I was to say like, Hey, Zach, like tell me about your, the books that have been written in, in your uh, relationship or maybe the chapters and you start to kind of chunk it up. You're like, well, this is the chapter where we were, you know, like dating madly in love, super poor. uh, And we made a lot of mistakes. We hurt each other a lot. That's kind of how I would describe my first uh, chunk or chapter with my husband. And you go through and you kind of start to like, uh, go through like these seasons of what was it all about? How would you describe these sections of your, your relationship over time? And then you think about well, what is the season or the chapter that we're in right now? And what is the thing that we focus on right now? Because I guarantee it's not the same thing that you focused on the first three years. Yeah. And you can lean into certain areas of the relationship to get better at. Like it might be that you're getting better at, let's just say, emotional intimacy today. But 26 years ago, maybe you were leaning into vulnerability um, in the first you know, season of your relationship and just kind of choosing what are you going to lean into and get just a little bit better at. But I don't know. I... I personally think that it can be very overwhelming to look at your relationship as a whole and imagine getting it better, like leveling up completely and getting it to some kind of benchmark where you are a master of a relationship. I think it's a lot easier to say, can we just pick one thing that is the thing we need to focus on in this season of our life and just get 1% better or just get better today than we were yesterday? That I think is obtainable. And I think that's the good enough relationship. All right. So we're telling people pick the one thing Sure. The one thing that's today, important to you, the one thing that feels like that you need today, to get better at and sharpen mm-hmm. that, hone that, um, you know, and I, you know, you, you mentioned Chip and Dan Heath, like they wrote this book, a, a bunch of years ago, this management book called mm-hmm. good to great. And it kind of starts out with the idea that good is the enemy of great. Mm-hmm. And which is true in the business world. Like, but I think we need to focus on good. I mean, I, I'm into it. Have I convinced you a little bit? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to get offended by a good by a good enough notion, and um, and I do think that there, you know it's kind of funny this idea that if you are still alive, or if you haven't died, that you're still alive, and that somehow it's like all just us churning through day by day. But I think yeah, if we have a vision for having today be better yeah. than yesterday, I'm into it, and and I, you know I think it can come from lots of different directions, just like you said, and maybe it just comes from changing a little bit of your perspective about who you're, what you're yeah. comparing to, mm. you know, it, you know, it is kind of hard, I will say, and I don't know if I've, I've shared this with you probably privately, but I don't have a ton of people in my life marriages, for example, that I can look to and say, that's the type of relationship that I'm striving for. Mm. Um, 
it's just not. I just don't see it. And I don't see a ton of those types of relationships. I see aspects of it, but not a relationship as a whole where I can point at it. And so what I look to is media. Who are the people that are the couples that we say, that's a pretty awesome couple. I really like what they're doing. And generally the couples who are posting themselves or they're on television or they're writing books together um, those are the relationships that I actually am really jaded by because uh, yeah, there's, there's definitely been those relationships where you're kind of like, man, they're so great together. And look at that. Like just as an example, I know this is a stupid one, but I just rec- recently read, um, Jessica Simpson's memoir and she's talking about so, on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. Did somebody dare you to read it or like, no, well, no, no, but you know, it's an interesting book on sobriety and just sort of her journey with sobriety. And I just thought it would be kind of a good insight okay. into, um, just a little bit of like female sobriety. So anyway, okay. uh, okay. you know, she had this reality show with, it's called like the newlyweds or something like that. And it, it, it was a giggle to watch, but you know, these are the types of couples that we have access to. And meanwhile, in the memoir, she's talking about all these things that were behind the scenes mm-hmm. and how it was just sort of like a show that they had to put on and they got almost like addicted to putting on this show for other people. But then there wasn't really a real version of the two of them when they weren't on camera. There wasn't any sort of intimacy. That was when she was married to Nick Lachey, right? Yes. Yeah. So I guess I'm just saying it it can be hard to have something to strive for if you don't have something that you're looking at and saying that's something that I would want to be. There is a song I have to say that kind of like makes me tear up just a little (laughs) bit. Okay. Yeah, gosh, I wish I could remember. I feel like her name is Olivia, but she's talking about um, trying to emulate her father. And she talks about how his her dad would always open the car door for her mom. And she just wants a relationship where it's just like her parents' relationship. And I just like when I hear it, I think it is so sweet and also something that we don't hear often enough where people are trying to emulate yeah. the relationship their parents. Often we hear about people who are either don't have a modeled relationship to strive for or the relationship that the parents had was awful and they're trying to go the other direction. I want to make sure that we're saying this, we're saying we're not double speaking ourselves, right? One thing that we're trying to say is don't compare yourselves to the made up stories that people post on Instagram about how great their marriage is. Look around your world and see the people who are, who really feel like they're getting it right and that you really respect and admire them. And then, like I think get to know those people, ask them questions and try to figure out what they've got going on. Like that is the part for me that feels really different when it comes to say comparing maybe versus modeling. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to look up this song cause I want to point people to it. Cause I think it's quite lovely to, for them to just sort of like listen to it, but uh, I'll do that in the outro. Anything else from Zach okay. Riddle in the hotel room next to me? By the way, I, I will say we should probably, <laughs> no, um, I, it, it, I, th- I think it might be weird for folks to say, wait a second, Zach and Laura international traveling together, not married to each other, married to other people. Like, how do you maintain those boundaries? I think that's a really interesting question to talk about as well, maybe for a future podcast. So if you guys have any questions about that, send it. I think it's valid to be able to sort of explore, um, boundaries, it's not hard. Let's put it that way. It's not hard. <laughs> we 
we can barely stand each other after about 45 minutes of talking on the internet. Uh, so, you know, figuring out how to. It's true. But, you know, like we were, we were out to dinner and. We were at dinner tonight. We were at dinner tonight. And we were pretty sure that the dinner was full of people that were going to yeah. be in the workshop tomorrow. And I was like, I wonder what they're going to say when they like, like, oh, you guys were at dinner last night. Would, would, I wonder if they thought we were connected or, you know, any kind of. Because we weren't, we were just like, let's get this. I don't know. I think get, probably you know. people look at us and they think, gosh, that's a that married couple sure seems to have. Look at that guy. Look at that sweet girl <laughs> with her dad. <laughs> I wonder how much she costs. Uh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. Uh, all right. Listen, yeah, I got to go too. to bed. Uh, all right. Let's land this. Um, I'll see you in the morning. And, um, Yes, yeah, I'll see you in will. the morning. Good night. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. Okay, check this song out. Google Like My Father, song by Jax. I'm reading the lyrics. I don't, maybe I'm extra tired, but this, um, oh man. The lyric is, I need a man who's patient and kind, gets out of the car and holds the door. I want to slow dance in the living room like we're 18 at senior prom and grow old with someone who makes me feel young. I need a man who loves me like my father loves my mom. Oh my gosh, rip my heart out. Check out this song. It's lovely. And I think maybe this is what we're striving for. Maybe we need a goal. Maybe we just need to be 1% better. But I think shoot for what makes you the better version of you in your relationship, whether it means that you're shooting for the stars to be a master or you're just shooting to be better today than you were yesterday. Thanks for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I forgot the outro. (laughs) Thanks for making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. We're going to keep the whole thing. Keep the giggles. Keep it all. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.